Okay, so before you start recording, do not talk about the refereeing in the game. Yes, it was bad. It's bad as a rule. It's always bad. So don't get into that. Yes, Pitt shot 22 more free throws. It was infuriating the whole game. But don't bring that up because you said you're not going to. Everybody uses refereeing as an excuse. So don't do that. All right, here we go. <clears throat> ooh, 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 ah. Ooh, ah. Syllabus. Syllabus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Syllabus. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Hello. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 10, Pittsburgh. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Got multiple emails since the last episode, so thank you for those. Going to read at least one of those later. West Virginia wins this game 69-60. Mountaineers did not seem as up for this game as they were the Virginia game. Who's to say why? Um, the recap, West Virginia was up by 20 in the first half. At one point, uh, end of the half, up 18. Pittsburgh got a few back. Beginning of the second half, and then Carter got his fourth foul. At that point, West Virginia was up 13. Four minutes later, when Carter came back in, Pittsburgh had dwindled the lead down to three. It actually got down to two at one point, but West Virginia ends up winning by nine. So that's the second game this year that West Virginia has struggled with a bad team. Now this one was better than the Maris game because it was a true road game. And it was against... Now, these guys don't know each other, none, but nobody has played against Pitt and vice versa, so it's a rivalry in name. But any road game that you win is a good win. So ask uh, Duke about playing away from home. They lost at Boston College today. Um, The reason I thought Pitt was not very good, number one, if you've seen Anchorman, uh, you saw that Champ Kind, or the guy who played Champ Kind, uh, is the coach for Pittsburgh. And that guy's an actor. And so I'm not sure if he has a basketball background. Uh, Champ Kind was a sports broadcaster, so maybe that has a connection but it's not very strong. So it's probably a bad hire to have the actor who played Champ Kind uh, running your basketball program. And the second reason, uh, maybe because of this, there were t- there are 10 new players this season for Pitt. So I'm going to stop complaining about how we have a bunch of new guys that are sophomores because Pittsburgh has 10 new players. They actually have 11, but one is not eligible this season. So... That means they're going to be bad. It kind of reminds me of when Catlett left and Beeline came in and we had a bunch of freshmen. We had, uh, what, J.D. Collins and Pitt Snoggle and Air Bear 
and Patrick Beeline and all those guys. And that was a bad team. It was fun to watch. So maybe the Pitt fans will enjoy watching this team this season because they're all, they'll all be around for a while. Um, MVP for West Virginia tonight, Magic Bender. Congrats to Bender. He actually scored a basket. It's very exciting. Pitt took the opposite approach that other teams uh, have taken with Bender. The other teams have played 20 feet away from Bender. Tonight, Pittsburgh was very aggressive, the guy who was guarding Bender. And I don't know if that that's probably not what you should do. You should give him 20 feet, and then he gets in his head. Because playing up close, he was able to get close to the basket and make a shot from close in. So congratulations, Magic. You are the MVP for tonight's game. A bunch of random thoughts for tonight's game coming up next. Some random thoughts from tonight's game. Due to foul trouble, West Virginia had to play without the two senior guards on the floor. And guess what happened? It was a hot mess. <laughs> I mean, it just it's, it went terrible. There was still a point guard on the floor. Bolden was out there. But nobody knew where to go. Huggins is livid on the sidelines. 15 seconds of the shot clock was devoted to screaming at each other, trying to figure out where to go, and then it ended up with some weird pick and roll and Bolden forcing a shot. Let's just say it wasn't very good to watch. And Carter and Miles are not going to be on the team next year. So hopefully that improves from this year to next year because it was bad. And so hopefully West Virginia doesn't get in those situations unless they're up big or it's a blowout situation. Then do it a lot uh, because you need practice on it. Saw a lot of Jay Jacobs tonight. Jay Jacobs was sitting behind Bob Huggins. Jay Jacobs is the color analyst for the radio broadcast for West Virginia. He calls the games with Tony Caridi. And they were panning in on Huggins a lot. He was having a lot of conversations with the referees. I'm sure it was just your normal chit-chat. You know, how are you? How's the family? What do you want for Christmas? Man, it's cold outside. You know, that kind of thing. I'm not a lip reader. But I noticed when I was looking at Jay that he was wearing a scarf indoors. And so I'm going to say this with all of the respect in the world. Hey, Jay, don't wear a scarf inside, especially at a basketball event. Okay? Are you calling ice hockey? Wear a scarf. Are you calling a basketball game inside? Do not wear a scarf. Okay? I mean, yeah, it's cold outside. Recommend you wear a scarf outside. But uh, put that in the bag if you're afraid somebody's going to steal it. Or give it to somebody who's on... There's got to be somebody on West Virginia staff that will hold that scarf for you while you call the game. And then you go back outside when you leave Pittsburgh and you put that bad boy back on and wear it. It was a good-looking scarf. But definitely don't wear it inside. Okay? Appreciate that. Teddy Allen gave up the braids. Teddy had a bad night again. He's a freshman. He's going to have bad nights. 
but he gave up the braids and make him look like Rick Fox. And for that, Teddy, I thank you. It's going to help me sleep better at night, knowing that you don't remind me of somebody that I had one of the most passionate sports hates for. Uh, so thank you for making that. You know, you made my life easier. And so I want to thank you, Teddy. And it shows the influence of this podcast that we talk about it and then it disappears. So thank you, Teddy, for that. And then finally, on the commercial front, been seeing a lot of commercials for a clothing store called DXL. Uh, It's for where the sizes started extra large. It's It's for bigger guys. DJ Khaled is on it, and David Ortiz, and some other gentlemen. Here's the problem. The commercial's in black and white. Uh, You're a clothing store. So unless all of your clothes are black or gray, then definitely don't have a commercial in black and white. Um, Are you Calvin Klein? No? No? Well, have your commercial in color. Because if it's in black and white, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what your clothes look like. Because it's all in black and white. So, stop doing that. That's an easy fix, though. Just change it. Just have, you know, tell somebody, hey, that commercial that we made with all of these celebrities in it, you know how we had it in black and white? Just Can you just change it to color? And, and that's done. Quick fix. Final thoughts coming up. Some final thoughts from tonight's game. Going to read an email sent from James Chapel. Here it goes. Great podcast as always, Josh, but just one thing. You forgot to make mention of Kyle Guy's missing man bun. Kind of disappointed because I think that it was the absence of guys' hair clips or berets that may have played a major role in us getting this much-needed out-of-conference win. Not saying we wouldn't have won this game anyway, but it seemed pretty clear to me that it took him a whole half to adjust to having a much lighter head. I'm just glad he wasn't able to hit any of those threes in the first half. Keep up the good work, sir. James. P.S. I never liked Rick Fox either. (laughs) And I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's because his mug reminds me of a facial composite from a police artist sketch. Just saying. Thank you, James, for that email. Uh, I'm glad I'm not alone on that Rick Fox take. And yes, I did not mention the man bun missing. I think that spoke for itself. And also... It wasn't there, but it still is. He's always going to have a man bun. uh, Regardless of if it's physically there or not. You know what? I'll tell you what. Since I got more than one email, I'm going to read another email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Let me read this one. Hello, my beloved one. I need your assistance. Please bear with me. I am writing this mail to you with tears and sorrow from my heart. I am Aisha Muammar Gaddafi, the only daughter of the embattled president of Libya, Honorable Muammar Gaddafi. I know my mail might come to you as a surprise because you don't know me, but due to unsolicited nature of my situation here in refugee camp Ugadugu Burkina Faso, 
I decided to contact you for help. I have passed through pains and sorrowful moments since the, since the death of my father. At the meantime, my family is the target of Western nations led by NATO who wants to destroy my father at all costs. Our investments and bank accounts in several countries are their targets to freeze. My father of blessed memory deposited the sum of $5.8 million in African Development Bank, Burkina Faso, which he used my name as the next of kin. I have been commissioned by the bank to present an interested foreign investor slash partner who can stand as my trustee and receive the funds in his account for a possible investment in this country due to my refugee status here in Burkina Faso. I am in search of an honest and reliable person who will help me and stand as my trustee so that I will present him to the bank for the transfer of the fund to his bank account overseas. I have chosen to contact you after my prayers, and I believe that you will not betray my trust, but rather take me as your own sister or daughter. If this transaction interests you, you don't have to disclose it to anybody because of what is going with my entire family. If the United Nation happens to know this account, they will freezing it as they freeze others. So please keep this transaction only to yourself until we finalize it. Sorry for my pictures. I will enclose it in my next e- in my next mail and more about me when I hear from you, okay? Yours sincerely, best regard, Aisha Gaddafi. Please, you can contact me through my private email address, AishaG637 at gmail.com. All right, Aisha. Well, thank you for that email. I will definitely consider that. It seems like something where you need help. Uh, I may not be the one who can help you with that, but I'll definitely talk that over with the family and see if that's something I need to pursue. That's it for Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor app. Download it. Listen, it has music on the Anchor app. It doesn't on the Apple or Google Play. But if you're on Apple, listen, subscribe, rate five stars, send a review. Do all that stuff because those are nice things to do. West Virginia doesn't play for a week. Uh, Next week they play... At home against Wheeling Jesuit. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm not going to talk much about that game. Because it's not going to be interesting. But maybe that will entice more silliness. Uh, Until then, this is Josh Witt. It's been Unreasonable Doubt. West Virginia is 9-1.